Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, this is Jeremy Vanderloop. We're doing another Let's Get Coffee podcast with my dear friend, Ralph Smith. Uh, you own a couple companies. You have a great history and uh, and just an amazing story. You are obviously here a member at Cress. Um, we're becoming good friends. We hang out and talk and just uh, super impressed with just everything you do. And there, there's so many layers to layers. Ralph. A lot of layers of Ralph. And uh, just really excited to kind of start to unpack you know, what makes Ralph tick, like what, who you are, what you do, what some of your motivators, and, and, and just to learn from you, man. So for the next you know, 45 minutes or so, it's just going to be hanging out, drinking coffee. We've kind of prepped a little bit, and then now there's just no prep. Now it's as we go. So cheers. Cheers. Let's get some thank coffee. You, thank you for the coffee. Yeah. So Ralph, tell us about yourself. What's, where are you from? What have you done? What do you do? Um, your wife, you know, and all, all that stuff, man. Sure, I'll, I'll start with the most current events. Most current. Most current events. I'm born and raised in Tampa, which wasn't current because that was slightly over 50 years ago. But um, I am married to a lovely wife named Brandy Nielsen. You look about 41, though. So Thank you. We're gonna well, <laughs> well, we'll get into the whole anti-aging <laughs> industry shortly. Um, but, yeah, that's that's actually why I got into the industry. My, my wife and I, as we are aging, we've been in health and wellness for a long time. We have yeah. a passion for health and wellness, and um, we figured, you know, this next season in our life, why not do what we love? Why not wake up every day and um, submerge ourselves in industry that we're living anyways? So that's what kind of um, spurred this idea of, of, of getting into the anti-aging industry in the middle of COVID of mm-hmm. all times. So this um, is a fresh thing. You it just recently fresh. got into the anti-aging. Fresh. Yes, it is. Um, but let me go back a little bit about myself. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Born, born, born and raised here in Tampa. Um, grew up um, with a family that, you know, my parents were split, so mm-hmm. it wasn't the, the best childhood, but um, my parents were wonderful. Um, they did the best that they could, but that also um, influenced my life in a, in a tremendous way, right? You know, when you grow up um, not really having a lot of direction, just kind of figuring it out, cause my mm-hmm. parents were very young when they had me. And um, going through high school, not having direction, not really knowing what I want to be when I grow up, it opened up a, a plethora of, of, of ideas and opportunities that I yeah. had no idea what I was going to get into. In, in fact, even to this day, I still don't know what I'm going to be when I grow up. But what, yeah, yeah, me neither. Right? <laughs> what, what were some of your earliest ideas, like when you, you know, as a teenager yeah. and, and, and yeah. in your early, early 20s you know, that you were getting you know, into? Money seemed to be a challenge in our household okay. when we were growing up. So I always knew I, w- I needed to make some money. Yeah. And I, I had this um, misconception that um, happiness was going to be derived from having money. Yeah. So I, 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 I went to a community college here in, here in Hillsborough County called Hillsborough Community College. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was really fascinated with business. I just wanted to have my own business. I wanted to learn about business. Um, I was studying business administration at Hillsborough Community College. Okay. Um, and then I got an opportunity to manage a spot down in Miami. And I was 21 years old. Um, and 21 I moved as a manager as a, yeah. And I moved wow. and I moved to, I moved to Miami and, and, and wow, did that, um, did that open my eyes to a whole new world that was very money centered. Yeah. Um, so needless to say, I ended up quitting college, mm-hmm. um, and getting involved in, in some different lifestyles that were pretty abusive, okay. but it was very money focused. Um, and that, that really had a huge impact in my life. Um, and kind of steered me into a direction that was a little bit abusive. Um, but I learned a lot, 
you know, I traveled the world. I, I ended up doing some things I probably shouldn't have been doing, mm-hmm. um, but nonetheless made a lot of money. Well, yeah, um, yeah, you're pursuing money. Yeah, sometimes. pursuing money sometimes that causes a big distraction in your life. Oh, and sometimes you'll get it at all costs. At all costs. At all costs. You're willing to sacrifice everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, unfortunately, and not and also not being mindful of the unintended consequences that it can have on the people that care about you, like your family. Let's stay on that a little bit. So, if you could talk to your 24 year old self. Right. Yes. Tell him it's like three things of advice, almost like a father, like a yeah, father. Yeah. What would you say to the 24 year old stuff? Cause there's, there's a lot of the younger generation that I feel is making huge strides in that direction that you talked about. And mm-hmm. you can have, you can, you know, so talk to your 24 year old self. Knowing what I know today, I think the first thing that I would, um, pour into anyone in their in their late teens or young 20s is ask them about their salvation. Okay. Because um, we live in a world that is very broken and also very um, money-driven. You know, we have a, a, even in a corporate life, we're taught to work up the corporate ladder. And sometimes that's at all sacrifice as well, right? It could be 50, 60, 70 hour weeks, not realizing that you're not spending any time with your, with your loved ones, with your wife, with your kids. And um, I think salvation and giving your life to Christ and allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and give you direction would be the first thing that I would give my 24-year-old self. Yeah, it comes from faith. Here's yeah, some faith. Yeah, you know, faith is a big part of my walk now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then what, what would be the number two thing? So you're, hey, hey, you know, really take, be bigger than yourself. Here's faith. You know, um, I mean, we, we both have, this, have the same worldview. So here's this, you know, you surrender your life, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and be selfless in this way and take this gift that was given to you, right? And then allow, get that secret weapon in your life, you know, that relationship, that prayer, that faith, that, mm-hmm. um, you know, driving that forward. And that would say your number one thing you'd say your 24-year-old self. Yes. Right, and what was number two? Find a mentor. Okay. I think, I think we, it's very unfortunate that the other thing that our culture um I wouldn't say embrace, but it's 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 a detriment, right? We we a lot of young people today, men, are growing up with fatherless. Right? That's so true. They don't have the dad or the father figure in their life or a mentor in their life that they can look up to to give them sound direction. So, other than um, giving your life to Christ and having some type of faith and some some biblical principles, grasping onto a role model that you can bounce your ideas off of. Um, and he can hold you accountable because accountability is a big part of growing up. Um, but also just education and teaching you and giving you some, some, some advice, just practical, practical knowledge and advice to, um, keep you on course. Mm -hmm. That would be the second thing. Yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today without, I mean, a couple of key players, key men in my life. Yeah. You know, 25, it started coming in and speaking in my life. It's absolutely, it's, it's It's completely, completely changed my life. And that, and that, that also underscores the value of community. Yeah. Right. And, you know, even being here at Crest Community, it's really important that you surround yourself with like minded people mm-hmm. um, because your peers, whether if you admit it or not or realize it, have a big influence on your life. Um, depending if you're going through challenges personally or professionally, a lot of young professionals, you're not going to get a lot of good sound advice at the at, at happy hour. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but if but if you're a young professional and, and you have community of like minded peers that you trust um, and they're going to hold you accountable. And may, it may be that evening on a Friday or a Saturday that's mm-hmm. um, 
you know, they can, they can challenge you to make wise decisions. I think that's really important. Yeah. So, so, so uh, the first one is, is really focus on something bigger than yourself. Get some that's faith, right. right? That's right. You know, surrender your life into that, you know, don't, don't, don't be all about yourself, right? You know, and, and in your worldview, like come, come to know Christ, right? Your salvation. Um, and then number two was get a mentor, get someone to speak into you. Absolutely. Right. Cause your, you know, your surroundings, your relationships, they, they have a direct and indirect, um, shaping of who you're going to be. Right. Absolutely. Generationally, like as you're growing, as you're getting older and that's, you know, that whole thing, like show me your five closest friends, right? You know what? Show your future. It shows you your, where your life's going to be in five that's years. Right. And that's, and so. Um, that's the funniest thing. You want to be the dumbest and brokest guy in the room, right? <laughs> be like, how do I? Keep I've, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. How do I be For, the dumbest? Fortunately, and fortunately, I'm somewhere in the middle. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I keep, but it's uh, you know, yeah. I still strive for that. How do I be the dumbest and brokest dude in the room? Yeah. Um. So, so what's number three though? Number that advice to your 24 year old self. And specifically, you said you were you're really running fast and hard. You're slow you're, down. You're the definition of the hustle culture, right? Yeah. Before it was something yeah. cool. You were running hard after money. Um, so your third advice would say, slow down, Just slow. You know, I'm I'm it's it's interesting. Um, I'm doing a I'm doing a devotional right now called Grace Over Grind. Mm. And if I had to reflect back, um, the majority of my life after after school, I've been grinding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been it's been hard. And, and it can consume you. It can become your idol. Um, you can work um, and not even, you know, at the, at the sacrifice of family time. You can work and it can consume you to even you have no social life. Um, but it's the pursuit of what? Yeah. Right? Is it pursuit of purpose? Is it the pursuit of finance? What is it that, that drives a person every day when and they your wake why. up? And your, your yeah, why, yeah, yeah. right? And I, and I think... Um, my third thing that I would encourage a young 20 something adult is to find your why mm-hmm. and then challenge them to make sure that it's something bigger than themselves. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that, that's so much what we talk about around here right? as a community space and who we are as entrepreneurs is being purpose driven in it's our key. life, purpose driven in our companies and then allowing the profits to be the reward to the purpose. It, it, that can't be the motivating driver yeah. of your business. So, you know, I was a, I was an executive for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And um, being a publicly traded company, that's what drove our quarter. Let's talk about some of your right. successes because that's yeah. literally that's what, what these, we started what, with. Right? What these, no, but what these kids, right, are yeah. we looking at? I call them yeah. kids. I mean, but it's like what these you know, these young adults are looking at, even kids, you know, teenagers and, 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 and younger, are looking at is they're looking at these guys on just like the highlight reels, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're driving these heavy mortgage rented supercars, right? <laughs> perception. Um, perception, yeah. right? They have all this stuff. And you had all, you you really had success oh, yeah. monetarily. Yeah. And you still do, right? You still have monetary success. And so you've you've had that and you're going, guys, there's something more than still this. Still a void. I promise you there's still, still a, void. a void in your life. There's yes. still a void even though when you get all that. So let's talk about some of that success you had and some of the regrets and what you saw that you, you're saying like, hey, that why um, was a little bit, you know, a little think, unfulfilling yeah, without you know, the why. I think I've been pursuing that why most of my adult life. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> when you can finally arrive to a place of purpose, whether if it's personal or professional, um, understanding what God's purpose is for your life, right? What What is God's purpose for your marriage? Why does he bring certain people into your life? Why does he remove certain people from your life? Yeah. Um, all of that influences 
your um, your career, your finances, right? Your daily decisions. And, um, you know, my journey has been quite, quite diverse. You know, I never really, because most of it was money centered, there wasn't a single thing that I had a, a passion about. You know, some will say, hey, you know, I get a trade. I'm passionate about carpentry or yeah. I'm passionate about, you know, um, authorship. I like to write. That was never... I never had those moments in my life. It was all about, okay, what's the next thing I'm that I can... I'm passionate about making I'm, that, I'm, that I'm paper. passionate about I'm making some money, that, yeah. right? And, um, but that took me down a lot of different paths that I'm not very proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, at, at, at 27 years old, when you, when you learn about the stock market and living through a dot-com boom, and mm-hmm. um, you're introduced to some folks that can show you how to make a lot of money. And uh, I invested in, in, in a company called Stellar Investments in 97. Um, we had 12 stockbrokers. Um, so going back to some of my history, yeah, we, we did really well. Yeah. Um, and this was before the internet was really taken off. Mm-hmm. You were early uh, adopter. Early, early adopter. Yeah. Um, pursuing the companies like the E-Trades and the Meritrades. Mm-hmm. We actually opened an office in, in, in Hyderabad, India, um, looking to uh, develop an online trading platform for global trade trading. At the time, with the, with the markets expanding the way that they were, um, it was foreseen. We were thinking that there was going to be a twenty-four hour market um, where you, we could we could execute like what you're seeing now in the crypto world. It, exactly. Yeah. So that's how this is. Now we're talking back. In, yeah, this yeah, is over thirty man. years ago, right? Yeah. So I was very young, naive, didn't know a lot about what I was getting into other than the pursuit of of money. But you know, while while looking back, while I feel like there was some sex, some success in that. There's a lot of valuable lessons to be learned in that. You know, I, I was, I was um, blinded by a lot of different things. I, I didn't have the Holy Spirit in me giving me any type of guardrails, right? Yeah. So um, I was doing things like going to New York, actually funded a um, small restaurant in New York in Tribeca. Mm-hmm. So doing all of this before the age of 30. Wow. Um, I mean, the successful in the eyes of the world. I mean, in, like in the eyes of the world, in the eyes of the world, you know, On a high culture level. would say, you know, I had a lot of friends back then. <laughs> yeah. Every, everyone yeah. thinks you're doing well. Everyone thinks you got it figured out. Truth is, I was I was young, ignorant. And I didn't have anything figured out. Um, fat, fast forward, I, I, I hit a um, a valley in my life and um, ended up losing everything, everything I had worked for, and had to start over. Um, so fortunately, um, after giving my life to the Lord and I realized He had a greater calling for my life, um, He opened up a lot of doors for me. Um, but I had to have the willingness to walk through them, mm-hmm. right? God will open doors, but if you don't um, have the willingness to walk through, you may not be able to receive those blessings, right? Um, so learning to to listen, to slow down, going back to one of those mm-hmm. um, encouraging words to the, to the young 20s, is to slow down, get in the word, um, learn to listen, but also obey. And what, am I, what am I talking about? That voice that's in your head, right? Like, is it the Holy Spirit in, in, in our faith? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some people call it your gut check. Your gut, some, your, some will call it your you know, just, just your, understanding. You know, the I, have this, I have this you, feeling. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your, your self-talk, right? Um, learn to trust that, um, and but also hold yourself accountable. And then if you have a mentor in your life, uh, bounce that accountability off of them so they can challenge you to make sure that your your perspective is, is in alignment, you know, um, and not taking you down a course you shouldn't be going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of my favorite principles is that is just ancient is that one way appears to be right in a person's heart, but leads to destruction. That's right. Right. Absolutely. So you can't process through that. And it, it's the heart's deceitfully wicked above all things. Mm. 
right? Mm-hmm. Basically, you can talk yourself into anything, anything. emotional. And, um, you know, a lot of, you know, and, and there's wisdom that goes is like, is this pain, you know, you're being married and all this stuff and just how life is. And, you know, it's like, is this five minutes of, of pleasure worth for 50 years of pain? Oof. Right. Yes. And you go, man, that's an old timer saying, but it's really one of those things. Your heart it's is so deceitfully true. wicked above yeah, everything. Absolutely. And so that's why having the, the slowing down, having the mentor, right? Having something, having something that guides you, having some level of faith, so um, right? That you're that you're walking that that through, um, you know, in, in a principal way is is everything because your heart can just go bang, do this, and next thing you know, you blur the lines, and you lose everything. Yes, right. Absolutely. And you just go, oh, and, crap. It, and it can happen to any of us. You know, yeah. some of us feel no one's invincible. We're, we're we're invincible and we're we're bright. You know, we've got wisdom. Um, no one. Um, is an exception to the rule, right? We're, we're all, um, we all can be impacted some way or the other, and, and it could be when you least expect it. And I've had that actually happen to me twice in my life, where you, you, you go through life, you have different seasons. Um, some seasons are prosperous. Some seasons are really good. You're riding mm-hmm. the wave, and then other seasons are not so great. And you got to learn to rejoice no matter where you're at in life, yeah. no matter what season you're in. Um, take the good with the bad, you know, um, thank God, I, thank God I was blessed with a wife that, um, no, you and me both, bro. you know, that can hold me accountable, that can ride the wave with me, that we can recognize the peaks and the valleys together. Um, and understand that when at this season in my life, you know, you know uh, getting back to the whole anti-aging, you know, I'm, 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 I'm over 50 now. My wife is over 50. I won't give her exact age, but, <laughs> Good um, on you. Good on you. but you know, we are definitely a lot wiser today and we look at life through a different lens than what we did even 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't take anything for granted. We don't take our marriage for granted. We don't take our blessings, our financial blessings for, for granted. Um, and we don't take our friendships for granted. And I think in this season in life, um, we're a lot more mindful of people, places and things and who we want to do life with. Yeah. You know, um, which candidly, Jeremy is one of the reasons that landed me here at Crest community. Yeah. 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 You know, trying to find a safe place in a professional corporate world mm-hmm. is not always easy. And what do I mean by that? Um, you know, you go to these networking events, you go to these corporate retreats. Someone's always got a motive. Yeah. Right? Most people don't have your best interests at heart. It's They're usually looking out for their own interests or for the interests yeah, of their business. And, and what I found here after I met you is that there was something different here um you're cultivating an environment that feels safe um you can meet other professionals that genuinely seek or have a desire to help you whatever that help may look like it may just be someone to give you a pat on the back it may be someone to help you with digital marketing which happens to be my background i never got into that in the beginning but um i've been i've been known to be pretty good at digital marketing over the years talk about that a little bit yeah Yeah. so so you, you were in the public company space yeah uh, you were, did you hold a CMO position at a, at a public? Not, not CMO, but senior vice president of digital marketing. Okay. I was an officer of, of, yeah. of, of the public, publicly traded company. Um, we did really well, um, grew, grew the business, um, quarter over quarter and year over year for seven straight years. Wow. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that body of work. Um, but I also know that the position that I was put in is not common with my background, right? I didn't graduate from 
from uh, from college. I didn't have um, necessarily the the credentials to be an expert in that in that realm, yeah. especially for for a publicly traded company. But but with the gifts and talents that I feel God has blessed me with, um, and the doors that He's opened, and I had the willingness to walk through, He's done some amazing things in my life. Um, and to be able to be in that position, traveling the world, being part of as I said, a, a, an officer of a publicly traded company um, isn't real common. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, but I'm proud of it. I'm proud of who, of the journey that I've been on and I'm, and I'm actually applying a lot of those learnings into my, into my new business model. That's awesome. Well, let's talk about your new business model. Like, what is this? So you're in, you've been in this for two years, two years. So now, it's a yeah. young yeah. startup, young. young startup. I, I, I know something about that. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, so you're in the grind stage of this startup. Yes. Let's talk about it. What is it? What do you? What do you? Go- well, you know, and it's and this is then this goes back to why I'm 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 really into this study right now, grace over grind, because as a startup, um, and you can identify with the this, crawl it, stage. You're it in the can, crawl stage. It, it yeah. can consume you. It can if you're every not every thought, right? Every dollar, yeah. um, and you have to be careful not to miss your blessings in the journey. Mm. Learn to slow down. Enjoy. You know, um, I have a I have a really good friend colleague he's part of our team now alex martinez yeah and almost daily he reminds me enjoy the process mm-hmm. right because i can get you know as as a as an entrepreneur and as, and as a startup unless you've done it unless you understand what starting a new business really entails it's kind of hard for you to for for a person to even understand which is why most people get jobs right you, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. go in you get used yeah. to the, the paycheck you clock in you clock out but as an early startup um, there is no clocking out. You're working around the clock, right? And, and especially if you've already got a team that's dependent on you and you're the leader, um, there comes a lot of responsibility with that. And, and, but you have to be careful to enjoy the process. You have to. And you have to slow down. And um, I feel where I'm at today, there's a lot of lessons to be learned going back to faith that he likes us to be dependent on him. So even though we, we may have a vision, we may have... Um, a, a roadmap and a plan and have everything that we think is figured out. Um, but the truth is we are in control of nothing. And, 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 and it can change on a dime. And it f- almost forces you to get back on your knees, to be dependent on him and not oh, yourself. Always, always, always. I mean, I'm in that season right now yeah. where I thought I had it all figured out. Mm-hmm. You know? And, uh, and it's, it's, it's a subconscious thing. This is where culture and community and serendipity happens, right? Mm-hmm. Where you unexpected beautiful consequences just by being in the position in the right relationships at the right time. Um, but the ultimate in my, you know, this is not necessarily like a faith-based podcast, but we both have faith. And so we're going to, so it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, be, right? be, yeah, be, yeah, okay. be in our conversation, you know, but it's, so this is, and it was just let this thing roll for me though, is really no, man, I am not the provider, the protector of my home. Of my life, of my family, mm-hmm. my job is to simply be the leader, in and 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 in my worldview, the spiritual leader of my home, mm-hmm. and then my creator and friend takes care of everything else, right? Sure and you kind of walk through that, and but all too often, you know, we we uh we you know we, we in the fall we we had some some hits and. And, and, and good, like really good hits, actually, that sets me up in a better position equity-wise <laughs> and safety-wise during a, a potential recession that we're in. 
I say potential because that's what everyone else is saying. That mm-hmm. a recession that we're in, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and you you kind of walk in in this, and 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 uh, so it's it's it set me up in, a, in the long play a lot better. But it took some fresh powder, some cash out of the out of my pocket, which then put me on dependency of oh I have it. Uh oh, this has to work, it, right? <laughs> right? I'm like uh oh, yeah. this really has it's to work because like, I have I I can't fall back on this cash that was in my. Bank because now right. it's no longer in my bank; it's yes. sitting in an asset. Yes, that um, you know, whatever. How that we won't get into that, but mm-hmm. it, so I still have that, but it's now it's in an asset, unliquid. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God I had it because that's what able it allowed us to. Secure but when that, that but when that happened, right? These these unforeseen circumstances, and 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 as the leader, um, you have to you have to get into a place of making a decision. Mm-hmm. No decision is worse than making the wrong decision. You have to move forward. You got to make a decision. You got to make a decision. Yeah. And the question is, is what influences that decision? Yeah. Right. Are you are you relying on your own knowledge and experience, which mm-hmm. is not a bad thing sometimes, right? Um, or are you relying on your mentors or your peers, or your accountability partners? It's, it's like a trifecta. It's it's, it's, it's all of the above, right? It's right. Yeah. And and I and I think um, what I'm learning, I, I've really been intentional with with my new business to um, surround myself with the same advice that I would give my 24-year-old yeah. child, right? Surround myself with like-minded businessmen mm-hmm. that have a different calling and purpose on their life, but the success of their business just kind of ends up being the benefactor, yes. right? Like it just kind of happens because they're looking at business, they're looking it's at the life. Fruit. Through the, it's the fruit it's the of the effort. of the diligence. That's right. Outcome yeah. of the effort. So that's, that's, if there's anything that I would say is different with me and what I'm doing with my business today than anything I've done in my past is exactly that, right? Like, do I want it to be successful? Of course. Do I want it to make a lot of money and have revenue? Do I want to be able to, to bless our team abundantly? Of course. But the core focus is is really goes back to community, um, and and one of the themes that we were adopting for twenty twenty three is recession proof your practice, because we really want to get our arms around the medical providers that are struggling, the small business owners, the the, the one the one location clinic or the five location clinic uh, medical group that they're being impacted because disposable income isn't what it was three years ago, mm-hmm. right? A uh, new patient acquisition isn't what it used to be. Um, so, so the question is, is how do they weather the storm? And, and if I sit down at the table with, with clinic owners or doctors and, and they're expressing real concern, I'm not going to sit there and tell them, you know, these, this, these are our fees. These are our packages. This is how we're going to make money. This is what I'm going to charge you. No, I got to get to the root of the problem. How can Mm -hmm. I get my arms around them and genuinely care about them and their practice? Everything else will fall into place. Yeah, when you're caring about the individual. That's right. And that, that law of reciprocity that I talk about all the time. So how do I serve? How do I help? How do you how serve? Do I, how Moving do I forward with person? a servant's heart. Yeah. Well, let's talk in nut, like nuts and bolts of your business. What do you, you know, what do you guys, what, what's the vehicle? What do you guys, yeah. what do you guys produce? There's, there's a lot of vehicles well, what's with, your, with, what's one, your, with one purpose. Yeah. Connecting, yeah. connecting local medical providers with in-market patients, researching mm-hmm. the services that they provide, right? So we're in the anti-aging space. What does that mean? Aesthetic medicine, integrative medicine, functional medicine. Give some examples like practical. Yeah. So um, as an example, hormone replacement therapy okay. clinics, right? Men, after the age of 25, every 10 years, you know, our testosterone starts to diminish. 
you go to a primary care, there's a lot of, there's a um, kind of this misconception or stigma around testosterone therapy, right? Um, what we like to do is we like to educate online um, with a non-biased view on the pros and cons of testosterone therapy. Um, we, we clearly outline uh, through one of the vehicles that we have online um, the risks that are associated with it. And then we equip our users to make an informed decision. So when they're ready, um, when their confidence is high enough that they may be a good candidate for testosterone therapy, we connect them with a local medical provider near them, anywhere in the country. Mm-hmm. So we are a national brand. Okay. And then is there anything else, any other, like that maybe as people kind of watch this and listen, they're curious. And what's the name of the company? Ageenvy.com. Ageenvy.com. Yeah. And so we'll pop that up there. Yeah. And so this is like for just people who are, are – really self-care they're trying to you know figure out they're aging they're wanting to preventative medicine is how we like to call it um in the digital landscape they also call it alternative medicine um i I think there's another void in our in our culture where with primary care it's very reactive medicine Mm -hmm. you you know you get sick you go to the doctor right Mm -hmm. uh you're overweight um you have high blood pressure. You go to the doctor. They put you on, on medicine. On, on yeah. medicine. Um, my wife and I agree that that's not what we believe in. Mm-hmm. We believe in proactive care. We believe in um, lifestyle. Lifestyle, Healthy right? Lifestyle. Li- lifestyle modification. And that, that could encompass a lot of different things. Um, I myself, I'm on um, testosterone therapy. My wife is on hormone therapy. Uh, we feel that um, we should be good stewards of the vessel mm-hmm. that we're blessed with. And that we want to live the best life at whatever age that we're at. And that's what got us into this this particular industry. Got it. Yeah. And, you know, helping people like not abuse it either. Because you no, see some people, I mean, gosh, I see some 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 people that are just like, they're, they're just beautiful and handsome and all this stuff. And they almost like ruin their natural oh, yes. we're, know, aging we're, beauty. Because it's, you know, beauty is, is seasonal. It's aging. It's, you know, you're trying to be 20 when you're 40 or 20 when, you know, and it's like, it, it just some it almost does the opposite of what it is actually intended, yes. you know. Yes, and that that you know that's something that's that's really been um, more so probably on my wife's heart than me because I'm still coming around. But um, we want to use our vehicle of education to encourage those, especially the young women that in this culture of social media, not to allow. Um, don't be influenced by what you see online. Don't be. Don't let that be a motivating factor to go do the things that you probably shouldn't be doing in your 20s. Um, so the more that we can get exposure to our brand, the more that we can use that as a vehicle to educate at any age, 20s, 30s, 40s, 60s, right? We we are, in fact, we're looking for content contributors. We have a couple of doctors that write for us. Um, all of the content that's online is all medically reviewed, um, and it's all non-biased. Again, it's it's really a platform to educate and empower users to make an informed decision. But, but then you get to the ethics side of it and you get to um, responsibility of our own influence, right? Like we do not encourage, especially young women to go um, modify their their bodies, their body. Right. And in fact, our brand age envy, um, we did a little study on this because envy could be a sin, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But we focus on benign envy, which is really a motivator for self-confidence, right? Yeah, yeah. As we age, we're all dealing with something. Mm-hmm. Um, be it right or wrong, we're yeah. all struggling with something. It could be it's body true. image disorder. It could be low testosterone. It could be 
a number of things. My back um, hurts. My knees. Hurt. My knees hurt. Right. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. my hair's thinning. Uh, whatever it is, um, we believe that God has given us all unique gifts and talents, and that includes the practitioners. Because um, you guys are on nutrition as well. You're not just we, talking about like. So nutrition falls into functional medicine and integrative medicine. We have a couple of doctors on board that um, that are part of our community network. Um, they educate on nutrition, the, the importance of, of, of a good diet. You know, what, what do you put in your body? It's 80%, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Nutrition's yeah. 80%. 80%. Oh, the, the, old, the old saying of, uh, you know, um, you are what you eat, mm-hmm. that is a fact. Um, and, 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 you know, you have to be conscious of what you consume um, physically within your mouth, but you also have to be conscious of what you consume spiritually and mentally in your, yeah. in your thoughts. Of right? course. So. Of course, so ageenvy.com. That's right. Um, try to really bring a healthy balance to, to and, and also education to this space that it's not all, you know, what you see, you know, in Hollywood or whatever. It's right. not all, you know, you, you can do this in a, in a way that is healthy, that it's, it's, and you guys are trying to educate to where That's it's, because right. you, you're not and wanting to be okay with aging, but also embrace, um, what's out there, the alternatives yeah. and the options. And by the way, the treatments that we advocate for are all non-surgical. We're not fans. I shouldn't say we're not fans. We understand there's a place for everything. For surgery, right? yeah. For surgery. Yeah. But what I should say is that um, if you go to agenv.com, the types of treatments that you will discover there are all non-surgical. They're options to surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's good. It's, stem, it's stem cell, stem cell yeah. therapy, platelet-rich plaza. These, these are types of treatments that you can get from a local medical provider that genuinely um, help your, say you have uh, achy knees in the morning, right? Um, I had a shoulder. I could barely lift my left arm um, for six months. And I had stem cell uh, spun up with PRP. And within two days, my arm felt like it had never had an issue. Um, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of it. I've, I've done it myself. And there's a lot of pers- uh, medical providers, certified, verified medical providers that are trained in this field of practice yeah. across the country that we we feel we should get our arms around and support them and bring more awareness to who they are and yes, what they so do. So you guys are trying to connect people that have, hey, I want I, I want to do this. I want to you know take advantage of the technology and the benefits that's right. um, with really trusted providers. That's right, absolutely. And, that, and that's where they come is to agenv.com is to actually get real, authentic providers. Absolutely. Not some of this person who's doing it out of the back of their no, car, right, that you read no. about. Every, you know? every, every one of our providers. I mean, that's real, right? That stuff's like people like, you know, there's, oh, people, yeah. there's people well, that do this that's stuff. A, that's, that's in like, all industries. Unfortunately, yeah. all industries, why they have to be regulated yeah. is because you're always going to have a bad apple, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we do to lift the integrity of our community um, is we use we leverage an integration with npi.org lookup. So mm-hmm. every one of the providers that you'll find on our, on our platform have been researched. They have been verified, and they're all highly credentialed. I mean, they're in the MDs. Of, they're in, well, they're not all MDs. They're either going to be a PA, physician assistant. Okay. Um, they can be an MD, a DO, or a DC. But they have, like— But they are they, medically certified they have and trained education. in that. That's right. They're absolutely. educated. They're not just somebody who oh, got a abso- needle abso- that's ready absolutely. to go or whatever that is or— no, you know, because I mean, that's, you're that's, not going to find that in our network, right? That, but that's a serious <laughs> thing, though. It you is know? a serious thing because you're getting a lot of people, and, and and I think you know, being a father of a daughter, right? And I'm looking at it, it's like, man, the last thing I want is because I, my wife, I, I I think you know, she's beautiful. She's 32, um, and and I think she's beautiful now at you know 32, uh, 
and almost 33, more beautiful than she was at 21 because I'm not into 21-year-olds right. anymore. I'm into a 32-year-old because it's my wife. That's right. And so I think she's gorgeous, but I also want to support her and her own natural desires. And, uh, and she wants to just be natural about things. And mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and so this is an education thing for me, too, because I'm trying to, as a husband, support. Because I'm honestly getting, like, a little nervous because I see some of these young girls that are just really mutilating themselves for no reason. You know, and it's because it's more of a mental insecurity image yes. that I think Seeking is extremely acceptance. toxic of affirmation that it's like, no, you don't need that. Let's, you know, and then women at the same time, they're trying to hold on to this identity mm-hmm. as they're getting older rather than like embracing. And there's, and, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with, 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 with the medical practices of, mm-hmm. of anti-aging anything like that. And so I, I'm not trying to bash that in any ways. I'm just, my heart is concerned. Yes. Um, for, because you know me, it's always about like, let's go deeper, right? Let's yeah. find out this why, it, it is, you know, it is who you are. And I think, I think some people can really judge that on both levels, on both sides. That, that is something that my wife and I discussed early on when we, when we first had this, uh, this idea of, of spinning this up. And by, and by the way, this, this happened at a time when I was separating from my ex-business partner, and we had um, I was a managing partner in a local clinic here. We've, we focused on hormone replacement therapy and medical weight loss, and then we slowly integrated aesthetic medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I mention that is, is you know, when, when my wife and I decided to, to establish an online brand yeah. that was going to be a national brand, not just a local brick and mortar, we were definitely concerned with the influence, right? Like, What's the message? What's the tone of voice that we're putting out there? Are we encouraging something that we shouldn't be encouraging? Or are we educating our, our user base so that way they can make... I love, I'm a fan. You know? How to do, do it in a own, healthy way. Yeah, do it in a healthy way. It's really important. Um, and, you know, there's all walks of life. Everyone's struggling. As I mentioned, everyone's struggling on something. It, something that I learned early on, this is about 10 years ago. Um, you know, as, as you know, uh, America is an obese country, right? Like, sure, yeah. And, and, and the weight loss space is a multi-billion dollar industry. Something that most women don't know as they age, they, they get on all these fad diets, right? But what they're, they're not educated. No one has informed them that the reason why they're on this roller coaster of weight gain and weight loss in these fad diets, they haven't addressed the underlying issue. And as they're aging and their hormones get out of balance, that's going to absolutely have an impact on weight gain. So if you don't address that, if you don't understand, you know, your estrogen levels, your testosterone levels, even as a woman, you're fighting some, you're fighting the wrong battle. And, and, and that's when it really kind of dawned on me that, that this industry needs more education. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we're setting ourselves Got up it. for. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm glad. That's why we do these, right? They yeah. just get together. Hang and out and, and that's why I mentioned it. Cause at, at 35, yeah. right. And then, and then 40 and then 45, I mean, I'm turning 35 in April. Yeah, I'm 34 right now. So you kind of and speak and, and, and this and this isn't just women, yeah. right? Men, um, if you're lethargic, your your libido's low. You don't have any desire to go work out. You don't have any desire to even go to work. What you don't realize is that there's an underlying issue that you're not that's not being addressed. So you need to you need to go get your testosterone levels. Um, you need to get your blood work done and find out what's really going mm-hmm. on internally, and then you address what's going on externally. Yeah, awesome, man. That's great, man. This is a, this has been a lot of fun. We're not done yet. So so are we? You know, we we've been dancing. Are you been having fun? Oh, I love this. this is good great. conversation. I can right? Talk for hours. Buddy. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's kind of you know we we're, we're part of the same community. We are a startup Crass community. Um, and why did you join Crass? First and foremost, just 
you know, it's all about brutal honesty, right? That's that's the answer. You. <laughs> that's uh, my fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's why? Why? Uh, why? Why did you join Crass? Um, the surface level. Yeah, yeah. yeah answer, high level. answer to that is because going back to my my colleague and friend um, Alex Martinez, he introduced me to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't aware of Crest, but he said, "Hey, you know, I've got a, a friend of mine named Jeremy that opened up this this startup down in uh, in West Tampa, down out in Wellswood area. Yeah, yeah. You got to come check it out." And um, I said, "Sure, man, I'll, I'll come check it out. I've got office space in downtown Tampa, and I had been wanting to get out of the downtown mm-hmm. Tampa area. Um, not that this is real far out of there, but it's far just enough. Yeah, about 10, 10 minutes. Ten, ten minutes. Fifteen minutes. Um, so yeah, I wanted to come check it out, and then after." After meeting you, um, candidly, I think it was hearing your heart. Yeah. And hearing your vision. Yeah, please be candid. That's, that's the whole point about this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hearing, meeting you, understanding your heart, understanding your vision, and you you sharing with me the long-term yeah. goal, I was sold on it. I mean, I love what you're doing. I love what you're building here. And I, and I, and I realize that there's a need for it. Because my own walk and where I'm at, you know, there's a lot of shared space downtown Tampa. There's, yeah, yeah. You know, um, going back to the importance of people, places, and things. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really have a desire to be um, in an area that might make my wife uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you got to work late. Well, you know, there's a lot of places downtown. That don't the say any names. Space, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. And yeah. and and you know, I want to make sure that my wife is good. Yeah. Where I'm at, where I'm spending most of my time, yeah. I want to make sure that the people that I'm coming into a, an encounter with, and, and the leadership team here at, at Cress, um, we share similar values. So those are those are some some of the most prominent reasons why I joined. Yeah. So kind of that's awesome. Um, what have you gotten out of Cress that you weren't anticipating? So you joined because of that, right? Um, what what now have you gotten or have you experienced, if anything, that you weren't anticipating? New friendship. Okay. I, I would, even though our relationship is pretty new, I feel like we've got a new. I've got a new friend, mm-hmm. which is which is nice. Um, and I don't and I don't use that word loosely. What I mean by that is, um, I can tell you, I can I, I get a sense of your heart, and 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 I want to surround myself with people like that. Um, and I enjoy coming here and doing this. I wasn't anticipating a podcast, right? So that's <laughs> something that I've gotten out of this. Yeah. Um, but, but even beyond that, you know, anytime I invite, you know, I've had some attorneys come over mm-hmm. here. I've had any, anyone that I've invited over here, um, when they first pull up, it's a look like, what is this? this is different. Well, why is there a church out front? Like what building am I supposed <laughs> to be walking into? Um, I said, no, 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 just, just come to the back and we'll get some coffee. But everyone, a hundred percent so far. That have that have come here and met me here have been impressed with the ambiance. They've been impressed with um, just the whole layout and the feeling of, mm-hmm. of of being able to come here and have being in a professional environment, but also having the easiness of being yourself. You don't have to. It's not stuffy. Yeah. Right. I mean, you've even got a video video game upstairs of the pool table. Right. So <laughs> you don't you don't find yeah. a lot and of co working. I always like say that anybody downtown. anybody beats my Gallagher score, I'm gonna give a hundred bucks if they can do it. I, I, I actually want to know what the Gallagher score is so I can two hundred seventy nine thousand. So okay. <laughs> uh, I might I might not I might not I might not be able to challenge that, yeah, but I'm gonna yeah. give it a heck trying. Yeah, that's COVID for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> right there. How did you get that's so a good lot of this? Gallagher time. Two weeks of COVID <laughs> couldn't do anything else. 
<laughs> um, that was it. Yeah, I just yeah. played some Galaga and got really, really, really good. Is that is that score stored on the machine? That it is. It uh, is. Yeah, yeah. So um, actually, all top five scores are mine. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like two hundred forty thousand up to like two eighty. I was like, all right, I'm done. Gr- I'm, growing up, that was one of my favorite games. Oh. Ga- Galaga and Miss Pac-Man. Oh yeah, that's my. That's, that's why I got that. I was like, oh man, I love this. This is uh, so. I, I got it during the pandemic. And then I I, uh, I quickly, as soon as we were building this space, I was like, I got to get this out of my guest house because um, I was spending way too much time. Too much time on it. <laughs> Distraction. Yeah. Distraction. And I haven't played it maybe once or twice in the last year since it's been here. Well, um, I, I think it's a great addition, and I think it kind of underscores the tone that you feel when you come into mm-hmm. press community, right? You realize that even though it's co-working space, and this is a place where you can conduct private meetings, you can yeah. meet, meet clients and, and, and colleagues, but you can also just kind of kick back, have some coffee, and relax, yeah. and take. Goes back to that what we were talking about earlier, like um, grace over grind. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of sit back, take a deep breath, yeah. Realize everything's going to be okay. What, and and, and to kind of dialogue with that, like you know, the heart of Cress um, really stands at just two levels, and the first level is what we do, is we try to foster and produce, and really. Not control because it's it's uncontrollable, but naturally get this space of quality community. Yes, and that's I think that's the big differentiators. We do genuinely Seriously. care about the community first. Like I talk yes. people out of joining a certain tier level, <laughs> right? Because I just I feel like that they don't yeah. need it yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like and it's there's this there's that genuine factor. Like no, this, you don't need this. It'll burn you out. You're gonna waste money on that. Like it's okay. You'll grow to that. You know, get there at the right, right time. And people look at me like, well, I was ready to spend this. And you just cut this thing and, you know, and, and by two thirds. But that's how you get their trust. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. You build. So but you build, build quality community. And then our promise is that we are here is that this is a space for you to thrive. Mm-hmm. It's a space to connect and it's a space to dream. And the brick and mortar aspect of it is literally designed as an ancillary use to the interpretation of the user. Mm and so people say, oh, it's co-working. We let them say it, mm-hmm. right? Um, people say, oh, this is a private social club. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's that too. It's that too. It's, it's, it's a quality community where entrepreneurs, creatives, and leaders, people that even have the desire to be that, they're working from home, they can come in and they can thrive here, they can connect here, and they can dream here, and they can focus on their entirety of their existence, not just yes. their business grind. This is right. the space for all your healths. Uh, space to come and rig your life, to, have to yeah. rise, increase, and grow. All those things, those little catchphrases that we that we have now. Um, and so I love that you're saying that because it's like there, this is such an interesting industry that I never anticipated getting into. Mm-hmm. I just really love people, and I thought, man, I need to just bring people together right. and see if serendipity can actually occur. You know, the, the act of just not knowing someone but finally going, oh, wow, I trust this person, and then great things occur. And that's what I love most about it. So – it is cool. We have everyone from solopreneurs right. to C-level guys. And everyone's in different seasons, right? Yeah. And you yeah. never know who you're going to run into Yeah, that may sharpen you with your walk, right? With your decision process, yeah. with your business, whatever it is. Yeah, so that's awesome. So so you, you so what you got out of this is is friendship. And, and yes. how do you define friendship over an acquaintance? 
when you get a text at nine o'clock in the morning and get invited to go play golf. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we got an open spot. You want to come? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that really happened. Yeah, it, genuine, right? And then genuine, we went out with, with two other Crest members, right. right? Actually, the yeah. two other guys that were before on this podcast, yes. Matt Tack and, and yeah. David Day. Yeah. Great guys, by um, the way. Thank oh yeah, you for the yeah. We had to get some ballers out there because me and you were just there right. to, to no, laugh. No, no. We, we had a couple good shots though. Yes. We had a couple good shots. Couple, couple good shots. <laughs> Not, yeah. Couple bad ones, oh, but we all did. That's why we picked up and played with the good guys. You know, you're gonna have to have that. That was that was a really good time. I it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Well, I'm really proud of you and everything you're doing, and it's an honor to have you part of Crass and and uh, you know and and let us know. And this is kind of where like the last question that I always and for me this is just I believe in brutal facts um, of just how can we get better? I celebrate failures. We you either win or you learn. The only way you actually really fail is to quit. And so I just want to constantly learn from my peers and the members that, that right now I get to serve as the leader of this space, trying to continually craft and facilitate quality community, thriving, connecting, dreaming. What am I personally failing at as a leader? And what, and what is Crest failing at as a leader? And, and some of that failure could be that we could just simply be doing it better or getting the word out better, whatever that might be. Not, I'm not going to yeah. – I want this to be as raw and pure um, as well, possible. My, yeah, and, you know, my because of my gifts and talents and what I bring to the yeah, table, I'm going to be looking at this shoot through, for it. through, yeah. through, through a whatever specific lens, lens right? Yep. And, and so with my expertise being in digital marketing, I would like to see – I, I wouldn't call it a failure. I, w- I look at things as an opportunity. Sure. And I, and I think you have a huge opportunity – um, to enhance your online presence, to get um, to expand your to expand your reach, and offer offer something of value to your members um, as it relates to supporting them with their online presence. Um, and again, this is this is just because of my own journey, and my own walk. I'm looking at your position and the Crest Community brand through the lens of my own experiences mm-hmm. and and knowing your heart and your vision that you shared with me. Sky's the limit. I can see. I, what I, can I, we do? Like what? what like what? What? Some some, some nuts oh, and bolts, gosh, man. What, you know, what do you so, think so, that we so, need to do so, next? So, so in my in my world, um, there's something called omni-channel approach of marketing. Okay, and that's when you embrace all avenues, all channels. Um, be it YouTube, be it social media, be it uh, direct direct response performance advertising. Now, even with these podcasts and webinars, mm-hmm. like you you have an opportunity to get your brand out. Um, in get it known to the world um, through online channels of marketing that were ne- that weren't necessarily even available five to ten years ago, mm-hmm. right? So you're at a really exciting time in the in the space. Um, the market is changing pretty quickly. Okay, uh, meaning that digital advertising space there are things um, you know happening that I see where there was a big pivot from tra- from traditional marketing to digital. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're coming back from digital back into traditional. And as long as you have these offline influencing um, attribution models that um, we can kind of connect the dots to see what um, consumers are doing. So how what, what are you seeing traditional versus how, how are you seeing that hybrid occur? As, as, an, as an example in, in radio, mm-hmm. right? They have a product called OTT. Okay. And, and what does that mean? You know, they're monitoring when they're, when they're doing um, po- uh, broadcasting signals right it's an offline influencing factor or an offline influencer to an online action so when someone when you publish this podcast right and someone's hearing it in their car wherever wherever Mm -hmm. that that frequency is being distributed it's gonna could potentially cause an online action who is crest who's the leadership can i schedule an appointment right yeah so now 
understanding data because I like mm -hmm. I like data. Yeah, we love data. Attributing love data, that yeah. user understanding that user experience, and then taking that attribution or that action back to what originally caused that action. Right, like this podcast. Yeah. When when you publish this, who's your listener? Who's your audience? Mm -hmm. Is it the right audience? Um, is there a call to action at the end? Like, go check us out. Yeah, yeah, there will be, there right? Will be, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, what I would like to see, going back to your original question, yeah, where are we the, failing? Yeah, like, what where can we are do you better? failing? What I think, I think, I, I would like to see you over the next couple of quarters really hone in on that space mm -hmm. and just kind of double down on it because I think you're storytelling exp exponential growth yeah. in the online space for you. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, and you know, we're, I'm a big, big supporter of who, not how. Mm -hmm. Like, I can learn how to. I can learn how to do something, but so much about life and being genuinely enjoying to eat, drink, and enjoy your toil. Absolutely. Right? I agree. It's to 100%. do it with community, right? And so I would say, I, you know, as we begin to navigate these waters and that law of reciprocity and serendipity begins to occur like it is, um, you know, obviously you're an expert in this space. You know, we're, I'm an expert in other spaces, and that's the beauty of how it functions. I don't need to be an expert in every space. Because you could be a solid who, and so that that is for sure something I'd love your help. Um, you candidly, just uh, I have no clue how that works. It's easy to right. it's easy to spin wheels and be yes. like, oh crap, what am I doing? Yes, <laughs> right. Yes. And that's because things have changed so rapidly from even when I was in the music industry before. Yes. What you would do six years ago, uh, seven years ago, completely different, totally landscape. different game. Yeah. And so that's been the last you know couple months, last mm -hmm. year. Is uh, it's fun getting back into the so social media and well, online you know, presence. I, I, and everything. I think that um, you know, unfortunately, the last last couple of years, you know, getting through the pandemic and so many of us getting forced into isolation, it prevented yeah. community. Yeah, and and um, an unintended consequence of that, I think, some have just gotten comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, being in their home, being in isolation. Yeah, and but we're not creature. We're not called to be in isolation. No, it's we're not called, healthy. We're called to be in community. And so that's one of the other um, benefactors of coming here and in, in, in just living it, right? Getting, yeah. getting out of my comfort zone, coming to a place of community, meeting new people. Um, uh, anyone that's listening, I want to encourage everyone to do that, whether it's here at Crest or, or, or any um, you know, space that you can just get out and build relationship. Because healthy, we relationships. Help healthy relationships. Like we talked about you know, those five people, right? It's real life. Yes. It's a healthy relationships. See where your life's going, right, in five to ten years. Right? And yes. Like, you know, it's like we have to really, especially for, like, the younger, every audience, but it's like, oh, yo, yes. healthy relationships. Critical. These people that aren't self-seeking, people that are willing, you know, that, that building that culture of trust, mm -hmm. right? That's what we're talking, that's what we're building here. That's what you're building here. You know, and, trust. And, and, and I just want to be part of it. Yeah. You it's, know, I think being here, getting to know you, getting to know your team, um, I don't know what the path or what the future holds, but um, just well, being here and having these conversations and, and, and being part of your journey and allowing me to be, whether if it's um, just someone on the sidelines watching and, and giving you some friendly advice or mm -hmm. someone that actually gets involved to help you uh, grow your yeah. brand, I'm all in. I love it. Yeah, well, hey, I appreciate you being a part of this. Uh, Let's Get Coffee podcast. You like these podcasts? I Pretty love cool, it. right? Yeah. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank, you, thank you for inviting me. Of course, fun. man. Of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Coffee's really good too. Coffee's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. The coffee's always good. And it was funny. You like literally went to the free black coffee that we I have did. here. I, I was did. like, "What are you doing with that? Throw that out. <laughs> oh, you're getting coffee on our pot. Let's get coffee. You're gonna have an espresso drink, whatever you want." 
And uh, and that's you know that's the whole the, heart of the, honor. Like, do whatever in, you want, man. In the Come in, on. The in-house barista. Oh yeah. Notch. He's really both good. these guys. Both these guys. The guy behind the camera and Travis. You know, Ryan Travis, and Travis. Yeah. You guys are you guys are the real deal. You guys yeah. make this. I'm gonna give you guys some claps on that. Um, yeah, I drink way too much coffee, <laughs> but coffee. but it's good. I love coffee. That's, that's the glue to our culture. I think it's the glue to our community is just getting coffee, hanging out, and talking. Um, again, this is my dear friend Ralph Smith. He uh, owns a company called Age Envy, and you can check him out ageenvy.com. It is a company that basically creates education space and connection for anybody who is interested in the um, aging health space uh, to see what you can do and and make an educated decision so that you're not hurting yourself in the long term or that you're not just bullheadedly sitting there and uh, when there's a, a really a simple so resource for you to live a quality life. Um, so we endorse that all day. Quality, anything quality community, quality life, quality, you know. Um, if your knees are hurting, you probably could go get something. You know, I'm, I'm going to look into this a little bit personally for my knees and, and uh, my back from a bad a car accident. But uh, and I'm turning 35 too, so I, you, know, you, you don't know until you know. You're like, uh-oh, until there's something know. different right. happening internally, hormonally. I haven't felt it yet, but now I'm anticipating in six <laughs> months something's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> It's not, be, a ma- it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Is it? Yeah, it's not a matter of if, it's when. I feel great. I'm 34. Well, you're 34. You ain't 35 yet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> Next year, man. Next year, it's going to suck. Um, no. Uh, no, you, well, you, you know, you know we, we laugh about that. So I turned, and, and I'll share this, I turned 50 in February. I, I, I really feel, you know, we kind of joke, like, you know, you hear this. When you turn 40, everything's going to change. You turn it 50, does, then, though. When you hit 30, everything I, changes. I, I woke up, and I was like, wow, I can't. I'm not moving the way I used to move I'm on not, your birthday. I'm not on playing 50th I'm, birthday. I'm not playing racquetball the way I used to play racquetball. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, listen, aging is inevitable. We're yeah, all going to age. We're all going to age. But um, living your best life possible as you age is a choice. Can we age well? Right. Age That's well. age well. Aging well. That's age right. gracefully. So, right? so, 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 <laughs> uh, uh, we'll 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 close on this, and we, we probably will will um, reinitiate this this project. My wife and I. We're working on. We had a um, a show on iHeartMedia called Aging Gracefully. Oh, really? And um, God willing, if how all of this works out, and I, I don't know what is in store for us for 2023, but I'm kind of envisioning right now my wife probably sitting in this podcast. Oh, I room, hope so. Um, kickstarting the Aging Gracefully, yeah, podcast show. Yeah, this is included. So come and use this, create content, yeah. empower yeah. people around you. Again, this is my friend Ralph Smith. What are you, what are some of your socials? You guys have uh, Age Envy. Everything is yeah, Age Envy on uh, Facebook dot com. Age Envy, um, Instagram. We're there. Which is A G E A G E A Envy E N V Y A G E. We have the branded E-N-V-Y. social handles, all yep. social media accounts. So go check them out. We'll tag them in this. And uh, and again, if you haven't come by Crest, follow us at Crest Community everywhere and then uh, go to crestcommunity.com and uh, just check out some videos see what we're all about and uh, come and check out one of our spaces but we're right now we have our flagship here in tampa we're going to open up hopefully a heck of a lot more in the in the coming future appreciate you guys for listening and enjoying just this uh, this hour man i really enjoyed you I enjoyed it as thank well. you for thank you, uh, thank you for sharing your time and uh, your wisdom and just remember check him out check ralph out he's the man see you guys